BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hi, I'm Terry Williams, president of One United Bank. We're proud to announce One United Money Moves, our smarter person-to-person payment experience. Send payments in real time without delay, not in an hour or a day, but right away. And it includes proactive security. You're protected with One United Bank. We keep breaking records to empower you. So join me at OneUnited.com today. Only podcast coming through your beat stereo. It's Cherry's World, so let's go around like a merry-go. Plug your phone in, make sure it got a full battery. Download it Wednesday, listen to it Saturday. She cover all topics, whatever you after. She got ball players, authors, doctors, actors, rappers, singers, entrepreneurs, divas, leaders, androids or Apple, turn up your speakers. Trying to shoot my shot like the vaccine, whether it's Cherry or Maxine, whether the podcast or acting, she that queen. PYT, you know what that means. Saw you on TV and touch the screen, touch on you. I plead, Lucy has got a crush on you. It'll mean the world. I get a blush from you. Teaspoon to me, leave you sleep like Robitussin. What's up, y'all? And welcome to Cherry's World Podcast. I am Cherry Johnson. You will notice that my co-host and show's producer, Mr. Courtney Blackman, is not here today. And that is simply because he's going back to school to further his education. And it is finals week. So, root my boy on, send out that good juju while he get them good grades. But I am here with my homeboy who you have met here before. His name is Mr. Michael Sterling. Since the last time you saw him, Michael Sterling has become the king of Tubi. What's up, king of Tubi? Hey, man, I liked it. That's, that's, that sounds pretty cool, the king of Tubi. You know, we're about, we, we about to call something with this. I mean, you are the king of Tubi. You got behind the poles. You got Harvey. You got He's for the Streets, which we're here to talk about today. You got Pax and a couple others we ain't even going to talk about yet. And some more coming. Some You're, more coming. And some more coming. Your film is like number one. It's the first thing you see when you go on Tubi. Congratulations. Man, thank you so much, man. It 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 wasn't just me. It was the team. It was It was a team effort. So, yeah. And you have put together one hell of a team. Can you tell me what inspired you to make this film, He's for the Streets? All right. So to be honest, um, we we was looking at, me and my producer, uh, Alexis, Robbie, we was looking at a lot of the movies that was on too because we got the same agent, you know, and uh, we was like, man, we can make something like that. And then he came, he actually came up with the idea Oh, what you think about this? He's for the streets. And then it'll be this slash this. I said, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get, I, I would normally write. I said, I'm going to get a female to write this. I, I I hired a, we both hired a female out of Dallas to write this script. And then we was going back and forth with our agent about it. And she was kind of like, look, structure like this, structure like this, structure like this, and you're going to win. So sometimes, it's okay to list 
You know what I'm saying? It's okay to listen. It's okay to, and as males, it's okay to listen to the females that got a voice. And so we listen to her and we and we winning right now. So, so give us a short synopsis about what He's for the Streets is about. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it short, but I don't want to give it a give away. Yeah, don't give it too much away. So it's 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 about a guy, a club owner, and he kind of gets in over his head trying to you know date different women, trying to be a player, but then he date the wrong one. Mm. And that that's the most I can get because because that is a broad situation. A lot can happen when you date the wrong person. You know what? As I'm watching, he's for the streets. Of course, I know a he this for the streets. I know a few he's this for the streets. And I was yeah. like, this is really a scenario that can happen to anyone at yeah. any time. And is it really? I think every player out there, anybody who think they got a little pimp juice in their blood, they need to watch this because it's it's real, yeah. real, and it get real, real. Especially in these hard times right now. So. You most definitely want to watch it. Uh, my actor did a wonderful job. Uh, the, the actual main actor, Justin, mm -hmm. I hand I handpicked him. That uh, was my question. I wanted to know how you selected the cast for the movie and what qualifications were you looking for? So I, I did have a casting director, Bella, but some of the people were hand selected. Like Justin, I knew he was the one. And Justin was like, hey, this other girl I know, Raven, I'm telling you, you should give her a look. I said, you know what? He kind of, he really know his character. He might be really throwing me an alley hoop with this one. And then we did a casting with her and I said, okay. So it was kind of runners up with her. But then Jessica sees her. When she came in, she smashed it because she had this, this certain type look to her that was totally different from what everybody came in. I'm not knocking um, some of the girls that came in, but they all had this certain look with long hair and all this. I was like, you know, that's cool, but she had this certain look to her. And then when she delivered them lines, I said, that's her. And Jessica's the one that we're not going to get to meet today, right? She's actually on set, yeah. Wow, she did a tremendous job nice i remember that was one of the things that i wanted to tell her i remember after her audition you called me right and you were like we found her can you yeah. tell me what it is when you're watching auditions or you're meeting these actors that makes you be like oh that's it right there so it is really them feeling the character and everything just matching up from from how they delivering the lines to just their appearance, and they and they just doing that on the spot. So right. once you put them in the game and start coaching them and getting them how you want them, they just smash it. And like I say, when she came through, and it was actually two people. When she came through, I shut the rest of the auditions. I said, "Bro, we got. It. There's no use in wasting these other people's time." That's how really? she, she yeah she killed it. And then there was another guy, Mr. Harrington. It was people that came before him and he came. I happened to just be standing outside of, of the, I'm just taking a water break outside of the casting office and he was walking up. I said, that must be him. He had a linen suit on and everything. He came in, look, he came in, he walked right past me. I said, how you doing? We, we, what you here for? I'm here for Mr. Harrington. I'm going to get the part and I just need y'all to. And you know, that's what he said? Yeah, and he, and he said, "I just need y'all to give me my shooting date and time, and I let y'all know if 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 I do it or not." And Justin was right there. We all looked. He did it, nailed it, right there. He just nailed it. I said, "Okay, that's our guy." That is hilarious. So he came in fully. So you like confidence, slightly cocky. That didn't turn you off at all. Man, he he came in. He knew he he knew that's what I want. I want somebody to know the part. They know the role. They know it. And he came in. He knew it. And he knew he was going to get it. Like he he just he just had, he he came in like, dude, I got that. And it was like, man, I got your back. You know what I'm wow. saying? Yeah. So I am a Michael Sterling fan. I have been Thank watching you. your films, critiquing your films. Been there yeah. from day one, right? Yeah. I saw so much growth. I definitely 
This is the most pleasing of the eye. Um, it is shot beautifully. The colors are brilliant. What do you feel that you did different when you um, directed this one than with the others? Um, what I did different from the other ones was I took time uh, to really, you know, get the business straight. Uh, I really took time with the casting. I, I strategically, we strategically put this thing together. I, I took, say, I took a little more time with it. Too, like your cinematographer did an amazing job. Um, right. What What did you shoot on? Did you study your camera shots? Like what was, what's different? So we didn't really have time to really study the camera shots, but he actually knew his camera. So that made things a lot better. Uh, reason why we didn't really get a time, time to really study the camera shots because we didn't get a chance to do a lot of walkthroughs because some of the some of the the locations had changed multiple times. So we didn't get a chance to do that. But um, the cinematographer, the DP did uh, he did a, a real decent job. And so that's my thing. Every time I do a film, I want to just keep getting better and better and better and better and better. And not talking about the people from the last films because I feel like they did a good job. But then you know you just want to keep growing well I see, growing. I see that you said the cinematographer knew his camera right yeah, so are camera. you finding that a lot of new young independent filmmakers are just buying these cameras and going out and shooting without really getting completely familiar with them yeah i would say 90 percent of them and i mean you know nothing is wrong with it it is something but you do well, well, the reason why I say nothing is wrong with it because anytime when you first get something, you still got to learn. The thing is, to, yeah. you know, try to master it. So I wouldn't advise someone who just bought a camera to just jump out there and take on a project this size like that until you're ready, until you know your camera. You get what I'm saying? So right. take your time, learn your craft, study your craft, and, 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 and really feel it. I mean, you ain't got to take every job. So let's let's just go to Justin, uh, my main character. He took his time and to understand and study that character. Every time I seen Justin, he always had something to say about different lines, different parts. Hey man, do you mind if I change this? If I change that because you know it flowed in your duel. Like that's what I'm glad. That's why you got that script. That script is not supposed to be looking pretty. That script's supposed to be your workbook. And he he was marking it up, doing little stuff, but it made sense. He wasn't just doing it. it. It made sense. So he took his time to, to you know, try to master his craft, which I like that because it, when everybody do that, it's going to come out good. I love the fact that you just said you don't have to take every job because, you, you know, me... You like, don't. You do not take every job. I didn't offer. I didn't have some stuff for you. Now, nah. <laughs> as much as I love to work, as much as I want to work, it's not just you. Like my agent, two times this week, I was like, you know, I hope that you're not upset with me and you don't stop reaching out for me. But this is not for me. Mm. Like yeah. some things are just not for me. So. I what is for you? Like I know jobs come to you too, and you don't take every job. Oh no. So um, how do you decide what you're gonna do and what you're not gonna do? It's like a feeling. You know what I'm saying? You gotta feel it. It's almost like uh let's just say a rapper. If yeah. somebody if or a rapper or a singer, if if you comfortable and, and it's not always good to be comfortable, sometimes it's always good to try something new, but you want to still be pretty decent at it. So if you're, let's just say, if you're a rapper and they want, they coming to you, they want you to sing a country song and you never sung and you never, and you, so singing is one thing and then a country song is another, you're probably going to turn it down. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to do it right. right. Even, though, even though it's a challenge, you want it to be right. Right. My opinion. I understand that. So you talk yeah. about the uh, cinematographer really knowing his camera. What kind of camera was it shot on? So it was shot on a, a Blackmagic uh, 4K, no, 6K pocket cam. Those little cameras pack a mighty punch. I noticed uh, the color variations. And no. for me, it was like um, the lighting, I think, on this film is 
beautiful. Thank and you. it's like picture pretty. I was really proud. I was like, come on, Michael. What challenges yeah. did you have like upping the bar from just I saw a growth from packs, which I'm in, and it's on TV. Yeah. Um yeah. to this. I saw a, a huge growth and a difference. Um, I'm gonna say organization. I mean, we we you know, behind the scene in in the kitchen. It was a lot of spaghetti and grease and stuff on the floor, believe that. But when we brought everything out to the table, we presented it. So that kitchen, it was dirty in that kitchen. It was dirty in that kitchen. It was, it was clean. The food was clean, but it was messy. You know, it was messy. So but when we when we came out that kitchen, we was clean. So were there any specific like moments in the movie that you found to be particularly either challenging or rewarding? I, I will start, I will start with my uh two favorite scenes. And one of them don't even have dialogue. So when when uh Don Raven, that's her real character, when she was in the wheelchair. Mm -hmm. That was really touching, you know what I'm saying? Like she she got the bad end of the stick. She got the bad end of the Don't tell too much. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't tell yeah, too yeah. much. She got the bad end of the deal. And when Justin went to go see her, when Jay went to go see her, that hospital scene, I really felt like uh for that to be his first time acting, I hand picked him. That was his first time ever acting. He really did great. He, he did. really did great. He did. Yeah. And you know, that's always a concern. I'm one of those people who be looking at people's IMDb. And I do remember yeah. him because he's handsome. Yeah. So I remember him from like a music video that he did and stuff. But then I was like, okay, but can he pull off carrying a whole film? And he did it and he did a great job. In yeah. fact, I did notice and I, I can bring this up because it's me and you. I did notice that there was a scene in the trailer and I hated it. And then when I watched the movie. I know what you're talking about. I didn't see it. So what, what made. That was that, that was that person first time acting to. Really? I'm not yeah. trying to, I'm not trying to talk about anybody or anything, but yeah. what made you decide, okay, that's not going to make the film. So when you keep seeing these different cuts, you know, like how you see one thing like, oh man, that look good. You see this, it look good. You see this, it look good. And as it get better and better, you're like, well, that wasn't so good compared to this. So let's put that to the side, see if we can still deliver the story. And it did. So the movie would have been longer. We cut a lot of stuff. Well, I, I I watched it and I was so proud. And I was like, and I felt bad. I was like, is it because I can blame so much? But then I was like, you know what? It moved, The story moves along beautifully. Dawn Raven in the house. She is from Germany. And her debut into the industry was through print and commercials. Yes. And she was a runway model as a child. She began acting at the Roxy Theater at the hometown of Clarksville, Tennessee. I had to throw that in there. <laughs> I know you're here to talk about He's for the Streets, right? But before we really get into it, I want to talk about Tennessee for a moment. Yes. And it's crazy. I'm actually here. I flew in last night to visit my family for Easter. So oh. I'm actually in my parents' home currently instead of my apartment in LA. So yeah, um, my dad is a military man. So that's why I was born in Germany. Uh, we were there for very many years. Um, but after I was born, we shortly moved. He was military. So we got stationed in Fort Campbell, Kentucky, which is right on the borderline of Tennessee. Oh. So we made Tennessee home for 25 26 years um but i left at the age of 17 i went off to college but tennessee has always been somewhere that i can come back home to my parents have moved to texas which is originally where they're from but uh we we just have a big foundation here in tennessee wow well my heart goes out to tennessee i'm a mother and i'm a homeschool mom mm. so anytime something happens with children my heart breaks yeah. What is the tone like there right now? And how do you feel about gun control 
and these well, crazy school shootings. It is. My mom actually works in education. So she started as, you know, a middle school teacher. She became a principal and now she works at what they call central office as um, she is the head of high schools of the entire district in Clarksville, Tennessee still. So this is something that, you know, she is deeply affected by. You know, my mom is very passionate about children, um, about, you know, just developing kids and knowing that you're bringing in kids that come from all walks of life and just trying to benefit them all, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, Tennessee has always been what Tennessee is, you know, and very lax in those type of laws. Mm -hmm. um, and so I like it actually, as I was landing in BNA, which is the international airport here, it was sh it was completely shut down from every direction because Kamala Harris was actually leaving. So it was oh. it was just locked up in every direction. Me and my dad were like, what's going on? I'm like, it must've been a wreck or something. And then we see like nine or 10 police cars. Everything was like blocked by police because Kamala. And I'm like, is a president here? So I go in, I'm like, Kamala actually came and visited with those lawmakers. Oh, wow. So I like that those two black men are making a buzz. And that's, that's what I commend, you know, as people actually standing for what they feel is right and fighting against all odds. Um, and it's and it's what we have to do as Black Americans in this country. Um, but I'll talk about the rights of kids that affects all walks of life. So I'm happy people are fighting for that. And it's just, it's just, I mean, unfortunate doesn't even do it justice to even say it's just mental and just a, a critical thing that's happening here. But I'm glad there are people who are standing up for what's right. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I hate to start the interview with such a heavy tone, but as I was researching you, I was like, oh my God, she's a Tennessee girl. This touches home. Yeah. And I, I think it's something that Cherry's World Podcast is all about humanizing, right? And humanizing the celebrity and how things that happen in this world affect us so much. So thank you for sharing and being open and heartfelt. Thank you for asking the question. Absolutely. So military, has the military upbringing given you any training to prepare you for entertainment? Yeah, I mean, it's structure. So it didn't matter if it was a Monday where we're getting ready for school or if it was a Saturday where I was a teenager who wanted to sleep in. My dad is up at 8 a.m. eating breakfast. It was all about being productive throughout the day. And I think we know the grind of this industry. Like we all get 24 hours, right? And how much can you pack into that 24 hours? So it's built me for the stamina that it takes to succeed in this, you know, in this industry um, from a very young age, because you need that nonstop. Obviously sleep is healthy on the body. I'm all about like health. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a military, that's a hustle. That's a grind, right? What yes. is the industry? It's a hustle. It's a grind. You know, and so starting your day in a in a positive mental state and, you know, facing adversity, keeping, you know, keeping a push forward. I am an ex-professional basketball player too, but that's also a foundation that my father built in us. My brother was a basketball player. So that, you know, I feel like those worlds are are they're they kind of run in tangent, you know, it's like they're exactly the same if you apply the mentality. So yes, absolutely. You know, I'm up at the I'm up at 6 a.m. Even now, when Michael hit me, he was like, "Hey, it's going to be 10 a.m." Well, that's you know 8 a.m. in L.A. and I'm already up. I started a five. I have a 5:30 a.m. prayer group that I start with. So, but I think that starts with my dad. He's like, "Get your day started. Put something in your body, and let's get let's get rocking." And that always included a workout. But yeah, so just it it helped me with the stamina that it takes to actually succeed and push forward in this industry for sure. I love that you say that because a lot of new actors think this is a nine to five. And it's not. And then they want to make up excuses of why they didn't succeed. And such and such has to be satanic and Illuminati. Right. Because right. they work sometimes 16, 18 hours a day. Like it is no joke. Mm -hmm. um, what would you tell the actor or entertainer who is thinking about dabbling in the job, but doesn't quite have that much stamina? I would say then it it wouldn't be the career choice for you if you if it's something that you can't fully commit to. Obviously, everything people have destiny. Some people step right into this industry. And I think a lot of people have this idea that that's how it is. Oh, I'm talented. I may be beautiful. You know, it's something I'm super interested in. I think they can step in and just you're up to the top. No, you know, a lot of people that we're seeing on TV have 15 years of independent yeah. work. 
15 years of networking before you even hit that first network credit. It, it, it takes that. And like you're and it's, it's 90% no for the 10% yeses. So if you, if you can't sustain through that, if you're not somebody who has that ability to persevere, to push through, um, and think it's something that is just, it's easy and it's glamorous. It's not, even when you book, you're on set long hours and it's no telling, you know, what you may deal with, whether it be weather, whether it be anything, you know, it's like, it's something that you got to love. I feel like if you love it, it doesn't feel like work. You know, you understand what it is, but if you don't, if you don't love it, if you're not willing to commit your life to it, I won't say it's impossible, but it's very unlikely that you'll get to what you want to, you know, want to be. You got to love this. Like, you got to love it through the hardest of times. Like I've been doing this since I was a little girl and I'm r- only right now being able to really explore my artistry the way that I've always dreamed of. And I'm only touching the tip of the iceberg. So it's, it's a, it's a long time coming. And then when you get these wins, you just got to relish in them for a hot second, but you're on to the next. And let's talk about wins. You said that you're a professional basketball player. Yes. Uh, how you feel about my girl, Angel and all that? <laughs> I love her. I love her passion. I love it. I I grew up with an older brother. So like she said, she played with the boys. That's where I I grew up outside when kids actually played outside. You remember those days, right? Yes. I grew outside playing with the boys too. And that's just the culture of the game. You know, if you don't really understand the sport on the outside looking, you're like, wow, you know, it's the same. It gets physical. Sometimes you bump chest to chest with somebody and everybody's like, oh, it's a fight. No, it's just passion for the game. It's just the will to win, you know? And I think, I think, because we're women, we always are also limited to like having to live in this standard of what is acceptable by a woman. And I'm like, that also applies to sport. No way. No way. We're out there fighting. Injury comes with that. So you put your body on the line. It's, it's, it's like military. It's like you, it's like a war. You go out there for war. So that stuff is an outer body experience. You're not purposely out there just no, you're 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 passionate about what you got going on. You're passionate about a big win to win a national tournament. That is not easy. That is not easy. That's like winning an NBA finals. They'll tell you like you get there and you lose that one game. Like you don't you never know if you'll get there again. And so many people don't. I played collegiate basketball. Did I ever like fight for a national championship? No, I never got to the final four. I never got to. So what she did is like. <laughs> like a one percent honestly for as many girls that play basketball so it's passion and you know how they do us they make it seem like we're just aggressive mm-hmm. no that's a passionate mm-hmm. woman and that's how she expressed herself get over it because what she's doing to the game even what caitlin clark is doing to the game she's changing the game forever and it's it's uplifting women's basketball that's the part that i'm happy about it's like yeah. now we got a platform and Caitlin's so unbothered. Like, she's like, if it was me, I would have done the same. Glow. Exactly. Like, there's nothing exactly. wrong with that. Whatever her expression would have been like, she understands an athlete, somebody who's been in those situations. We see it. You know, some people, I I think she was more passionate than what I would have been on the court, but I don't look at it like, oh my God, like, ew, why was she? No, I'm like, wow, she's, she's tough, man. Are you kidding? I'm on the sidelines. I can't play for nothing in the world, but I love the, the game, right? Yeah. But I'm on the sidelines screaming like, I'm y'all. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's what it's for. That's what it's about. It is. It's a, like acting. It's a form of entertainment. You know, people come and pay to see a show. They're putting right. on a show. Love so, it or hate it. They're putting on a show. So talk about entertainment. Let's get to your audition. Yes. What was the tone and the audition like? So I, you know, when you first start auditioning, there's this level of nerves. I always, because I'm such a basketball player, I'm like, I always go into my auditions with this Kobe Bryant mentality. I'm like, okay, I'm, I I don't care who's in there. I'm the best in the room. Okay. It's like, when I step on the court, I don't care if LeBron's on the opposite end of me. In my mind, I'm the best in the room. So it's kind of that. And, and I loved it because Michael and everybody that was in the room, they gave me space to play, you know, so they gave me some good directorial notes and just like it it was a comfortable space for me to play. So after my first read, it was kind of like, let's do this, you know, so I had a I had a really good time. And then Justin, who plays Jason, the lead, is a really good friend of mine. We go back years. So so he was yeah, he was reading opposite of me. So we already have that chemistry as really great friends. 
So that, that obviously helped me, you know, to feel super comfortable in that room, but everybody made it an extremely comfortable experience. And I went in there and I, I just, I was Lexi, me and her are not a lot alike in some ways, but we <laughs> do have some similarities. Um, but I was Lexi when I was in that audition. So I got a call after your audition. Oh, really? Yeah. From Michael. Michael, do you remember that call? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, you got it. You got to tell me about it. Tell her about it. Well, of course you did good. Um, I was like, we got it. Period. Like, we got it. So I even had some of that stuff on my phone. Because I, I don't know if you was watching me. I was recording. With my, you had on some white pants. It's funny because they did my the audition at a studio, the acting studio that I trained at for very many years. So I've been in that very room, actually in acting. Oh, class. so you so you was oh well, that's a yeah. Plus. I trained you, I trained at AMAW for like four or five years. I did. Oh wow, wow. I Michael, what was it about her audition when she left that room that you were like, that's it? Because now that I know that you and Justin had a long chemistry or whatnot now it makes sense because like you say the character is opposite of you from what i met and i was like man she killed this compared to everybody that came through you really came in with that attitude like i got it because you left with it like you left that impression but now it's all making sense it's <laughs> all that's why i'm sitting here quiet i'm like now it all is adding up now do tell <laughs> I love that. I love the fact that you didn't even realize that she was so comfortable because she had been there so many times. And I think yeah. comfort totally makes a difference. Confidence totally makes a difference. Slightly cocky is a turn on to so many and it totally makes a difference. And I think you can fill the air as soon as you walked in. You said that you walked in as Lexi. So what did you do to prepare that's I think that's actually a part of the success, too, is preparation, you know, just making yeah. sure that you get in your body with these lines. Um, and sometimes, especially with script writers who want who are just true to the story, sometimes it's not so much about the script, but making sure you get the story across. Mm -hmm. So just finding my similarities with Alexi, even in the verbiage in which she used, like, how do I make this more comfortable coming out of my body? Um, so I do all of my adjustments and my scripts when I study, I'm writing my notes, just making things where I can feel like I have embodied this character and did this character justice. And so done just to cut in. So Cherry, mm -hmm. at, like every time we say cut, done, be like, how was it? Did I do, did I was like, you did good. And I think in her mind, she was like, he's not really telling me nothing, but you telling <laughs> you, I'm, I'm seeing it. I don't, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to keep going. Like, I'll let you know, hey, look, that was trash. Real, oh, that was trash. She was hitting it every time. It's like, I want to say, but I don't want to tell this, tell too much of the story. Right. But because because I, I almost gave it away just a few minutes ago when I said uh, one of her yeah. favorite parts. Thank you for catching me because I was like, I almost kept going because I was like, she <laughs> I like, man, I like how she, you know what I'm saying? But I'm glad you caught that. So it was like, I didn't have to really keep telling, but it's all adding up. She didn't had a lot of training. Like I say, she walked in there and took the role. So yeah. it's all adding up. And that's why she delivered the way she did. So I, I, I believe I'm really hard on Michael when it comes to picking his actors. And that's one of the reasons why I got phone calls after, because we're, we're like really good friends. But he was like, I think you're going to be like excited and you're going to love her. And I really do, because I believed you. I believed that you were her. It was so natural. You weren't stretching. You weren't acting. You were reacting, which was beautiful to me. When you were, there was a scene. God, how can I say this? I don't want to give too much away. But there was a scene where you were in the club and you were looking at him because that's all I'm gonna call him right now mm -hmm. and you knew that he was you know not treating you the way that you deserve to be treated the look in your eye was so genuinely hurt exactly that, it was so genuinely hurt. yes did that yes. come from a, a place of remembrance were you pulling from self with that? Like, I just, as an actor, I want to know because I was like, oh, she doesn't. Wait, can I cut in it? I think yeah. this is just me. I think she was, I think she was pulling, Dawn was pulling from some places. 
because yeah. it's all in the face. Like everything was all in the face. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. I never asked for nothing. Yeah. I mean, I think when it when it comes to love, which is always it's a it's a topic that we've all experienced. Been there, been I've had the highs, I've had the lows. Um, but even in my listening, so that's a lot of what the feeling comes from is you know, who you're playing opposite of, you know, so just listening. And I was triggered, honestly triggered by some of the things, the gaslighting I've, I've experienced that all too many times, you know, so I was triggered. And for somebody that you deeply care about, that you show that you stand in truth with and like love with, who just will, will not see your worth. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was just that, that feeling, under, understanding that, like, that is what Lexi was experiencing. Yeah, you're angry. You want to project this anger, but that anger is really deeply rooted in, like, pain, hurt, like, deep hurt. Well, let me see. Um, so, yeah, and I've, I've, I've been there. And so listening to, to Jason or listening to Justin and the words, I was triggered. So it, it ignited something that I had previously experienced. Hi, I'm Terry Williams, president of One United Bank. We're proud to announce One United Money Moves, our smarter person-to-person payment experience. Send payments in real time without delay, not in an hour or a day, but right away. And it includes proactive security. You're protected with One United Bank. We keep breaking records to empower you. So join me at OneUnited.com today. I saw it and talk about perfect timing. Guess who's here? Who's here? Justin is in the house. Just does it. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to come on and be like, what? But look, as your sister, I will hide your back and I want to fight him. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I've been listening to people like, wow, this man. I'm like. As soon as I saw that look on your face when you walked back in, I was like, girl, I got you. Give me this butter knife. because <laughs> Not the butter knife. <laughs> and you didn't even drink your drink. I was like, I'm going to drink her drink and I'm going to get this butter knife. and I'm Throw gonna- it back real quick and get to work because he needs it. <laughs> yeah, like... And it's so funny because I don't really watch uh, a lot of TV or movies or films because I don't feel like I identify with the characters, mm-hmm. but your character, I totally identified with yeah. I've been there and I wanted to help. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I've been there. I felt for when I, when you, even when you watch it back and you, you watch the film and you you can see it outside of yourself. Like I said, I do, there's pieces of Lexi in, I think in all women, mm-hmm. you know, um, but there's other pieces that you just wish she would just react a certain way. You're like, girl, come on, you know, stand, stand, stand up for yourself, you know, but also just empathizing. Cause when you love someone, we've all been in the space when you love someone, you'll do things that maybe you thought you would have never, but in, in the name of love. So Absolutely. Babe, how you doing? I'm good. How you guys doing? I'm having technical difficulties when it comes to you because as an actor, you did a phenomenal job, but you did such a good job. I don't know if I like you. (laughs) You know, um, shoot, I don't know what to say. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you know. I think that was that's that's the job, you know what I'm saying? To uh, make you feel like, do you really hate this person or not, or do you really, you know, say, is it really just him or is he just acting amazingly? I like to think that I was just acting amazingly. You were acting amazingly <laughs> and so amazingly. When the film started, I might have had a crush on you. Nice, nice. Yes, <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, he's handsome. <laughs> charming wait a minute I don't know if I like him no more and it was like instant like that and so seeing <laughs> today I don't I'm a little triggered you know what I'm saying what has I, mean, I guess I guess that's a good thing you know um <laughs> oh man that's that's so funny I, I, you know I'm, I'm a pretty solid guy you are so you're nothing like your character is that what you're telling me well, you know, it's funny, there is some parallels, but it's not the womanizing one. You okay. know, I do think that I have, uh, I was definitely bred to be kind of a ladies' man. Um, I was raised by all women in my family. So my mom, her twin sister, her two older sisters, and me and my brother, 
you know, growing up for the longest, we're only two little guys in our family. We have one uncle, you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of feminine energy. So I'm definitely like been taught up, you know, how to like really treat women, how to like talk to women, how to respect women, and, you know, and just be that kind of guy, you know? Okay. So I'm starting to like you again. That's a, <laughs> that's a good thing. Can you tell me about the auditioning process? We were talking to Raven about the vibe in the room. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Don Raven, about the vibe. I done nicknamed you and everything, girl. You don't even know. You like my little sister. Um, about the vibe in the room during the auditions and what was it like going in meeting with Michael? Um, so it's funny. Uh, so how my process went. Um, so funny thing, I'm gonna outside of acting, I'm an event producer. So I throw and I host events all around Los Angeles. And uh, uh, Mike has always been a good friend of mine. And I didn't know that they were like making a movie or anything, but he pulled up on me at one of my events. He was like, man, just, man, I need to just, you got time to sit down? And I, I say, they brought the script out. They had the <laughs> check out, they had everything out. And I was like, hey, yo, what is <laughs> I'm at work right now. <laughs> but he was like, man, like, look, man, I, we've been auditioning people and I just, my 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 heart just been on you, bro. My heart just been on you. I just feel like you know this role, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is you, just this womanizing version of you, you know what I'm saying? So he just really like laid it out pretty clear. So I was like, okay, well, let me look into it. He's like, only thing is, man, if you get this role, man, we shooting like 10 days. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but... If we think you can do it, man, I'm down. I'm like, man, all right. I'm up to the challenge, though. And so, but it was actually a fun uh, audition process, even like getting to do auditions with like Dawn and uh, Jessica Caesar, you know, uh, doing like the Kim Reeves was fun. That's always the fun part, you know, and just even like seeing other people's auditions, it's like, yo, like, you, that was my first time really being in a casting room and actually being able to be behind it the camera, like seeing other people's auditions mm -hmm. and you realize like how many good auditions people actually get on film. Like yeah. you think that sometimes you just like the only one that did good. No, you got like hundreds of people that did great. You know what I'm saying? So then you get to see like, sometimes it's just a matter of specifics, you know? So it's just like, we want this person, but he's gotta be this tall or she's gotta yeah. have this type of hair, you know? But so they don't tell you that. That's not no. on paper. As an actress, it took me 20 years to get in the room and see it from the other side. And seeing it from the other side for the first time was so enlightening. And it was the first time I was able to stop taking things personally. Right. Because I always thought, oh, I didn't get it because I wasn't good enough. Or, oh, maybe right. it wasn't pretty enough. Or maybe my boobs right. weren't big enough. Or maybe they were too big. Or, you know, you have right. all right. This, this weight that you carry as an actor of why you didn't get it. Sitting on right. the other side, did you get to learn a lot? And what are, like, three key things that you really learned by watching other people? Um, it was fun. It was definitely fun. Because there's a lot of people that even did bad, terrible auditions. But you like them and their personality so much it's like oh but i want that person to be the character you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. this person just walking into the scene is him that's our character but then maybe the acting just kind of fell short so that was one thing it's like there's a there's a whole reverse of it like sometimes it's just like yo this person is the character like just kind of flat out um dynamics of just the energy and how you come in the room and like how you um like how you hit, like that's what I always call it. Like how you hit when you first come in the room. What's your energy like? You know, are you are you kind? Are you doing too much? You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. But always when you have a good personality and fun and just like kind of lighthearted, like just how to win the room. That's a that's a big thing. Um, I think what else did I learn? I learned that it was just a, it's a long process. Yeah. It's definitely a long process. It's kind of grueling, but it's fun. I want to talk to you guys, all three of you, about the vibe on the set. Mm -hmm. There's a scene, and I have to go back to it, Don, where you and Don are in the club, right? Mm -hmm. And when the scene starts, it's very endearing. And I don't want to give too much away, but it's very endearing, and it's very enlightening, and it's loving. And then we see your little fucking ass become very <laughs> manipulative. And you see, I'm passionate about this because I, 
I watched you change into mm-hmm. someone behind her back that we never, and I'm saying we, cause I'm mm-hmm. like, that's like my sister while I'm watching this. We never <laughs> thought that you could be. Mm-hmm. Where the hell did he come from? Cause I didn't <laughs> see him coming. <laughs> I, you know, I had to, I had to channel my inner dirt bag, you know, my inner college days, you know, don't don't get me twisted, you know. What I'm saying? I done I done definitely been a ladies' man for sure at some point in my life. But honestly, I think that it's it's uh one of one thing that I wanted to really bring to the table that if I am going to be this type of guy, I still want people to understand that I do truly care about Lexi. Like I think that dynamic was like seen throughout like it was very genuine i wanted to be genuine every time we were on set together you know and then but i just have this this vice of other women that is just like almost like a night and day thing that would just come on when i see something i want and i think a lot of people right now are a victim of that you know what i'm saying so many options i think that's a big thing in dating these days it's like everybody's got too many options. Everybody's looking for the next best thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody can just settle down and just, well, this guy's got more money, or this guy's taller, or this person, this or that. You know what I'm saying? Well, this girl's got bigger boobs, nicer ass, or she's got more Instagram followers. It gets really ridiculous these days. You know what I'm saying? So in this instance, it was more about, okay, Raven's character was just a little bit more established. And I kind of saw the vibe of like, oh, we look good together on paper. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to kind of like really flip that narrative and just become that, you know, and really kind of sell that version of it. Michael, the second half of that scene that I'm talking about where he becomes a complete dirtbag, right? When you saw the flip Because even his eyes, his face, everything about him changed. What were you thinking sitting on the other side of that camera? I got the right one. (laughs) I got the right one. I I, I handpicked Justin. I did. He did it. He did his job. He dug deep. He dug from somewhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where I don't know where he dug from, but he he, he pulled from, <laughs> he pulled from somewhere and he got you know it. It's he funny because it. I definitely think that, you know, just in being in a dating world, right? You know, you have your girlfriend, you're comfortable with her, but everything else becomes a script. You know what I'm saying? Everything, every time you go to a girl in the club, a new girl, it's always a script. It's like, all right, I see her, I see something she's got on before I even walk up to her. Like, I got to have this, these punchlines. Even she says it, like, which punchline is this? At some point in the, in the, in the scene, she's like, okay, which is this? Punchline number one or two, you know, how many times have you, you used this line on somebody? Because yeah. you do have like a rundown. So I kind of wanted to give it that. It's like, you know, like this is the rundown. Hopefully this works, this hits. And I'm going to stay persistent until I get this girl. And then, you know, Mike and, and Alexis, they always was like, yo, we going to trigger the women with this. And they going to hate you. We need, we need you to yeah. be that guy that when people yeah. watch, they're like, oh, I can't stand this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, it did it for me. Like, I'm just not, you know, my temperature is just starting to go down. I'm just starting to like you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael, it's amazing when you have somebody in this business that believes in you, right? And Michael believed in you from day one. And I questioned him. I want to let you know. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, I know yeah. who he is. I've seen him on the Brandy uh, Begging and Pleading video. Oh, <laughs> he was a cute basketball player in, you mm-hmm. know, Beyonce formation and everything. Okay, okay. And that's cute. But what makes you think that he could carry a whole movie? And he said, Cherry, he got it. And I was like, are you sure? Because being cute ain't enough. It ain't enough. And well, he I'm was a- like, he got it. I'm sorry, go ahead. Michael. I'm step in this. So, like, when I was staying in North Hollywood, I used to run into Jason, like, uh, Justin, like, going to, like, what, 24-hour fitness, whatever. And then sometimes we'll stop by the spot because, you know, uh-huh. it had that little Texas vibe up in there. And I, like, I'm going to end up working with that dude. We got a nice little vibe with him. And then we got this script. And we, me and Lexi were just going back and forth. I said, bro, dude, we need is from Texas. I'm telling you. Who are you talking about? Justin. Show that was it. 
And then we went to the club. He didn't even know. We was already watching. We were just <laughs> watching them. You know what I'm saying? We were just watching. He didn't even, he didn't even know. He thought we was in there party and stuff. We were like, watch him. And then we came back and brought you that script. <laughs> but you mm -hmm. was already being set up. But like, I was like, dude, that dude just to tell him. And sometimes, it, and, it, and it just came natural. I think you did a wonderful, all of y'all, really, all of y'all did a wonderful job, man. And I'm glad y'all trusted me. Um, I know with, with independent films, it can be a little shaky. I don't know if y'all thought it was going to come out to look kind of like it did or not, but y'all been getting some good reviews. I don't really just talk about it a lot, but like y'all been getting some really good reviews on the acting and everything. So Michael, I went yesterday, I did a deep dive into like seeing like reviews and stuff. Cause Justin was like, okay. I want to know what people, I want to know what people have been saying. So I, you know, I'm really good with the social media trying to find stuff. Right. So okay. I, okay. I saw, um, a girl, she did like a YouTube critique of it you know she kind of spoke about it and okay. you know facebook has those like new tubi movie you know where they have those groups mm. that people talk about current movies and i've literally seen nothing but positive feedback and people like really enjoying the movie and like i was telling justin i've had friends i mean friends i haven't seen in years that are writing me like oh i see you on tubi oh i see you watching it <laughs> so it's been it's been cool Man, appreciate that, man. That's that's good. Y'all getting that love, I, and I hope y'all just continue to just keep going up, keep going up. Yeah, no, for sure, man. That's the same thing over here. Just random people just sending me photos and like watching you right now. Mm -hmm. It's just that dynamic. It's crazy, you know. what I'm saying like sometimes you worry like are people don't even support me like that. Like you know, I know people are so used to seeing me in the party world, but it's like, are they gonna really like? I feel like people are looking at it just to see if he can act. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you did. You killed it. You made me totally <laughs> proud. I'm a believer. I told Michael, thank you for not second guessing your gut because I tried to make him. Mm, uh, yeah. And I, he truly believed in you. And when yeah. I watched, I got to see why. And I appreciate that, man. I think that a lot of times, you know, for me, in any industry that I've been in, whether it was music and you know, uh, fashion and art, and then like coming into acting, you know, I spent, like, I didn't take those days lightly doing like the Brandy video or the LMA ones or the J-Lo or any of that. I was like, well, I guess if this is God kind of telling me to get into this industry, I should take this seriously because it was not a my call thing. It was like something that was kind of given to me. So I was like, all right, God, if this is where we going, I'm going to take it seriously. So I got I, I started taking classes before I was ever even auditioning. I just wanted to learn the craft, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, my first class was Dustin Felder, you know, um, God rest his soul. Um, he was my first acting coach, you know what I'm saying? So from that point on, I would just, I, even at the point where I was like, I can't even afford acting classes no more. I was auditing every class I was going. And I found like acting troops to be a, a part of. And then just started hanging with a lot of homies that were doing skits and just independent projects. And just kind of went from there, but I definitely was like, I'm gonna learn this craft first because I don't want to just be a pretty face, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm a big critic, I love film, I love television, I love watching shows, and so it's like, I don't want to be that critic that can't act, you know what I'm saying? No, you did great, you did great. Thank I'm you. truly proud. What's next? And that means a lot coming from you, you know what I'm saying, with your oh, career, man. So, um, I really, really do appreciate that. Um, uh, so for me, what's next is that I'm actually shooting my first project. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we just actually, that's where I'm at right now. We just came about an hour out of LA to uh, scout some locations for my film. It's going to be called Worm. So I can't give too much information on it right now, but <laughs> just, just know that we'll be doing this interview again. You know, I love it. I'm really, yeah. really, really excited about it. So this is going to be, uh, it's going to be an amazing project that the world didn't even know they needed. Congratulations. Is this a, is this a full feature? So we're shooting it as a short for a pilot pitch, but we already got people that are very interested in it just based on what the story is about. So Congratulations. Yeah, I think that, you know, being on set, like even just like with Michael and then trusting me, making me a producer on the project, like it would just like open my eyes to like, you know what, I can really do this. You know, and because I've always had film ideas, I've always been a creative. I went to school for art, 
I'm a painter, I'm a draw, you know, I draw. And so I've always had things and like visions in my head. I write children's stories, you know what I'm saying? Adventure stories, mm-hmm. sci-fi. So I've always like, I'm like a kid at heart, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, but you know how that is when you're like, oh, well, I didn't go to school for this. I didn't go to like, I don't know. If I'm stepping on other people's toes, just trying to get into this industry. And I think just being a part of this film and watching Michael do it and watching other friends, Don do it, you know, come from playing the, in the WNBA to like killing it right now in film. Like, I'm like, okay, God, you're telling me like, I can do this. You know what I'm saying? There's been so many affirmations that trust you, trust myself, trust my judgment, trust my skill set, trust my creativity. And that's now what I'm doing. And I have a whole team behind me that's like, yo, we trust your vision, bro. We're going to get this thing done. You know, so, so I'm so excited about that. Well, I'm a fan and I can't wait to watch it. Thank I'm going to say fun fact of uh, Cherry actually was, I was actually trying to get Cherry to 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 play, um, what is her name? Uh, Raven. But mm. she was a little, I, we, we was ready to go. Put it like that. So yeah. I was I was so working this, on something else. Yeah, oh, so yeah. This, hey, but we'll it, get it another could, one it, in there. Yeah, it could have went another way. So oh, but you know what? It's like as an actor, right? You see something that could have been yours, but that was never mine. Yeah, it was not mine. Like it, it did it. Yeah, it. Not that I didn't want the job because that's one that I did want, but it was hers. That was not my job. And and the, it would she was so good. Like I'm watching it, right? And I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have did that. It's it's like mm-hmm. um baby boy, right? I auditioned for mm-hmm. baby boy and I thought I really wanted the part. And I mm-hmm. my heart was really hurt when I didn't get it. But then mm-hmm. I saw it. I wasn't sucking my thumb like Taraji. That wasn't my oh, job. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah, I sure. wasn't, I wasn't caught. Jody, that's not me. So that was not my job. When I saw Taraji, I was like, oh, baby, that's your job. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so when I watched this, I'm like, oh, that wasn't my job. So yeah. I, everybody gets what they're supposed to have yeah. for a reason. Dawn, what's next for you? So this has been a big year for me. So um, I booked on Tyler Perry 6 which is a great story about um the 6888th battalion i passed on the audition really that's that one yes. he was telling me about wow yeah. mm-hmm. it, it just was wasn't for me it just it was wasn't a year they ago, just went ago? into post on that mm-hmm. wow it, it yeah. was a, not that it wasn't good not nothing but it just wasn't for me mm-hmm. yeah congratulations because yeah. that's a big one yes so th- that's coming out later this year um, a show on All Black about Lynn Toller's life, the judge, Lynn Toller. She's doing a story about her life that's coming out. And then right now I'm shooting on BT's Black Hamptons, which was mm. um, the the fans wanted that back. They actually canceled that show after four episodes, yeah. but um, they they just vie for it to come back. So we've started shoot, shooting season two. Congratulations. Mm. Well, look, I'm a fan work, of work. So I'm like watching you. Please, that would be great. Yeah. That's amazing to hear. Yes, and I would love to have you guys all back. Michael, before mm. I let you go, like I'm all up in your business, so I'll be knowing, but tell the people what you got coming next, right. King Tubi. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, you know, we got the documentary. We got the the, uh, the Jerry Curl documentary. It get deeper than that, you know what I'm saying? But that's, that's the main thing. Then, of course, for him starring you, uh, oh me know. yeah that's right he gave me yeah, a job you for- guys <laughs> you forgot. congrats yeah you forgot uh i got a couple things uh, busy busy year i'm a watcher but you know, but you know me i'm a, I'm a fan of of y'all i like to kind of sit back and watch so i'm waiting to see all those projects so i know what i got going i'm ready i'm ready to see y'all stuff that's oh. what i like doing i like watching y'all he mm. is i've never met someone who really champions their friends and champions the people that he loves like Michael mm. to the point where like when when people do stuff Michael is inboxing me 
did you watch such and such? I don't watch nothing, Michael. Michael said, but you gotta watch this one. Post right, this right. real quick. And I'm like, okay. right. <laughs> I had a couple castings reach out to me because of Michael. So they're like, oh, we heard about you from Michael. We'd love to bring you in for these things. And Michael's like, hey, I got somebody reaching out. So yeah, I, I love that. We know yeah. anybody that champions behind you in this industry is somebody that you like to stick next to because that is oh, for sure. Hard. For sure. And he does. Yeah. I want you guys to know that I knew about you before I watched yeah. the film. It's nothing but love. And he does. He talks about the people that he believes in in those rooms when most people don't speak up. Yeah. He's one of the people that I know that is yeah. always like, hey, I got this person. Hey, what about this person? I work with this person. And um, just his spirit is amazing. So I can't wait to watch you guys all grow and continue working. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. And I'm sorry, um, Justin, I'd be nice to you now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be nice to me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't do it. I didn't do it. But I did have a question for you. Like, I, I kind of like, you know, I heard you say, like, uh, when you do particular auditions, like, you know, something's not for you. How do you know when something's not for you? So we all have goals, right? And we all have things that, that we want to say. And for me at this point in my career, it's going to be really hard for anything that I do to ever trump Punky Brewster or Family Matters. So right. I'm not looking for anything to trump those roles. But what I am particularly looking for is something that's different, something mm. that I've never done, and something that's not going to hold Black women behind as a whole, something that is gonna move us forward as people and something that's meaningful. Like, I don't want that job where they're just gonna be like, oh yeah, she was a camp, she did that, but it's not anything that anybody's gonna remember. I know that sounds crazy, but it's kind of like, let somebody else have that job who really mm -hmm. wants to work. Mm and give me something that I, you know, whether the audience remembers it or not, it's for them, but it's not, my journey is not about them. My journey is about me. So it has to be a character that I'm like, Ooh, I could bring something to yeah. that, you know, something that, something that I will remember for the rest of my journeys. Right. And if it's, if it's not something that I'm going to remember for the rest of my journeys, it's to be somebody else's job yeah it's good i love that That's, i love that yeah i can't wait to get to that place you know i mean sometimes you're in a space where you just like okay i just want to put myself out there i want to build obviously without selling yourself short and accepting anything right. but you know roles that you know you just want to show that you have the chops to be able to create these characters right in this space and you know? sometimes we just need a job and that's okay yeah. too, yeah. you know, but there's something like, I'm not going to get naked. I got naked for Michael. Um, but that was a trust thing. <laughs> Look at Michael, like, wait a minute, how would that? I'm talking about the movie behind the pole. <laughs> that didn't come out right, because I just be saying it. <laughs> the movie behind the pole, <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> like so... I don't do topless or nudity, right? It's just something that I don't do. Uh, I have a daughter and I don't want her to do it. So I'm not going to do it unless it changes like, you know, her kids, kids future. Then mommy might get naked. Somebody better hurry up because these titties ain't sitting the way they used to. But I got naked for Michael and Michael promised me. He was like, you know, you're not comfortable with nipple. I won't get it. I have no duct tape or nothing. Usually I would sabotage the whole situation, but I didn't have to do that with him. He promised me, you know, he's like, I, I was comfortable with side boob, under boob, but no, you know, nipple. And he promised me that he wouldn't get anything that I wasn't comfortable with. And he made a comfortable situation for me. And he, I don't even think you show too much side boob. Yeah. Um. I, okay well maybe he did but whatever he showed it worked it was i was comfortable though and i've never once did i feel exposed or excited yeah. or anything like that yeah 
So that was that's important to me. Thank you guys so yes, much for being here. Thank you for having Thank you. us. Thank you I for having us. Absolutely. Will you guys come back and talk Absolutely. about this? Anytime, once a week. When are you doing I love it. And besides from the podcast, I hope that I do get the opportunity to work with both of you. Well, all three of you. Yeah. We do. We're speaking into existence right now. Manifestation, I believe in it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really feeling the part two. Just people are this. asking about the street. Man. Look, the street is talking. I'm feeling mm -hmm. the part two. <laughs> look. look, look, Justin, ready. Look, he, ooh, he going to. Justin got to get ready for Just, that one. He got to get ready. Believe it or not. So, Cherry, Justin gave, you know, he put us to the side. He gave us a lot of like input on certain things. I like that because he got it good. I told him, I said, bro, you're going to wind up being a, a director. I told him. But he was like, you know me, I listen. Because right. he got a certain style to him. So I was like, all right, let's let's try that out. And so I, I really valued his opinion a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he he gave really both of them. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have that. that Of course, y'all used to model and stuff. So I don't have that kind of taste. You guys My, killed it. Yeah. So they, they, they got a certain type or art, art, whatever. So I like, I'm going to kind of lead that to y'all. Y'all, I'm going to follow y'all. Like I told Justin that, I'm like, I'm going to follow your lead on that. I'm not good at that like you are, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But he gave a lot of input, believe it or not. So I was like, yeah, we 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 gotta bring him in like some type of producer. So because I I, I want to give people their credit, you know what I'm saying? And I, I credit him for that. He he had a lot of input, believe it or not. And he's not even just sticking his chest out about it. Like I'm speaking, <laughs> telling you, I'm not gonna hold that in. I'm gonna give him his credit. Like he gave us a lot of input. Oh, Lincoln Blake. Can we give a shout out to my boy Lincoln? I saw him in the movie. Oh yeah, detective. Yeah, detective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They did great. The detectives did great. They yeah. did. Jessica they Vanessa, did. that's my dog. That's like my second project with uh Jessica Vanessa. She's coming in right now. She just had a project drop. Uh I think it's called Dance. Dance for me on BET Plus. Yep, on BET Plus. She's mm -hmm. a hottie. Yeah, she's coming in too. So do she yeah, do man. she ha, have she seen the movie or the trailer or not? Because I haven't Jessica? had a test. Yeah. I yeah. I reached out to y'all first. I haven't reached out to her yet, but I am no, she I know she just had two 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 projects dropping simultaneously. So oh, I know she's kind of like facing, but she's been seeing it, she's been like telling me about it and everything. So and nice. she's like a cool. badass martial artist too, right? Yeah, I'm stalking yeah. her Instagram page. That's yeah. not yeah. She's big into the she's been into the stunt world. I was trying to she said she was gonna get me in there too. So I got box. So I'm trying to just get I'm trying to get everything else going. Amazing. Nice. Well, I will see you guys soon, I hope. For sure. Oh, yeah. Thank you, you for having us. Are you kidding me? Thank you for coming. Thank you for getting up and for sure. it's oh. great. we're actors. We love being on screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, I don't, only when I'm getting paid. See you <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. What up, Cherry? Run across the world. Welcome to Cherry's world. Run across the world. Welcome to Cherry's world. Representing for every girl. Welcome to Cherry's world. Representing.